Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is America's Sports Voice. KMOX. Matt Pauley's my name. Just a one-hour edition of the program today, talking a lot of NFL football after conference championship Sunday yesterday and now the Super Bowl matchup. It is set as the Chiefs and Eagles are going to match up here in uh, just a couple Sundays. And with that being said, we're very happy to welcome on to the program a guy who has covered the NFL for a long, long time. He is Russell Baxter. You follow him on Twitter at Bax, B-A-X, Football Guru. He's part of the team at uh, Fanside, also the founder of Pro Football Guru, profootballguru.com. Russell, thank you so much for uh, taking some time. How are you? Um, I'm doing good, Matt. How are you? I am good. It's uh, it's great to talk to you. Always love getting your thoughts on the NFL. And uh, let's look back at the conference championship Sunday a, a little bit. And that was uh, I realized what was going on with the 49ers and their quarterback situation and just everything. But my goodness, that was a that was an impressive performance by the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I think um, it somewhat gets lost. Philadelphia's defense um, and the physicality of it. And let's not forget, they, they, during the regular season this year, they had 70 sacks. Okay. It's one of the highest total. Now I know they had the extra game. The NFL record is 72 by the 84 bears the year before they won the Super Bowl, but 70 sacks and they did number on Daniel Jones. And obviously the damage they did. And, you know, one of the things I, 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 remember talking about very, very early this year is what Howie Roseman did in dotting the I's and crossing the T's. You know, there, there are some people who feel the more people you sign, that means you've won free agency. Um, Howie Roseman orchestrated a couple of trades during the draft. Um, he got A.J. Brown, which was such a good trade that it basically cost John Robinson his job in mm-hmm. Tennessee. Um, and then he got Hassan Reddick, who is a fascinating player because – for the first three years he was in Arizona, and he, he looked like he was a bust, first-round pick. Um, then they moved him to the outside r- right after the passer, went to Carolina, rolled up a bunch of sacks, and, un- you know, surprisingly, Carolina didn't try to retain him. Co- comes to Philadelphia, and the impact he's obviously he had 16 sacks during the regular season yesterday. Um, he, out- he out Boza, Nick Boza. Um, who suffered an injury yesterday that, you know, that's, that was more, almost like WWE-like. Um, when one of his own players whipped one of the Philadelphia Eagles right into his legs when he was standing on the sidelines. Very bizarre game, Matt. 
to say the least. But, you know, the one thing with Philly that the concern was their defense against the run. And uh, sometimes when you're so aggressive, it can play against you. But they set a tone early on. Now, their offense, think about it, didn't really do all that much yesterday. They had less than 300 total yards, and Jalen Hurts doesn't necessarily look 100% now. But now he gets an extra two weeks. And, uh, you know, for the second time in six years, they're back in the Super Bowl with a pretty much. There are exceptions, obviously. But for the most part, a lot of new faces. Uh, Obviously, that happens in free agency in six years. But the common denominator about this Philadelphia team, from the one that beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, offensive and defensive lines, and deep as well. You just alluded to it, but to be more specific about it, do you ever, we look around the NFL and we see a lot of teams that are really good at making bad decisions, and then you see a Philadelphia organization that's pretty good at bringing in smart football people and allowing them to make good decisions, and all that seemingly turns into kind of a program that continues to have success at a pretty high level. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you were a team that's won the Super Bowl within the last five or six years, you would think you would have still have the same head coach, maybe the same quarterback, especially when you drafted a quarterback second overall in 2016, as the Eagles did. Um, and, you know, they wound up parting ways with a pretty good head coach who did a pretty good job in Jacksonville this year. <laughs> If you think about it, so um, but they moved on. It, 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 Howie Roseman has been there for quite a bit. He lost power for a while. You remember that, and so when Chip Kelly was there and regained that power, and and again, he didn't make a lot of moves this off season, but he made some substantial ones. And you know, this was the Eagles team that got off to a rough start last year under Nick Sirianni. They settled in. They kind of had a. They laid a really bad playoff egg against Tampa Bay. Um, but they use that as, I think, as motivation. You know, they won the one their first eight games this year. They are the last team to lose a game. And um, here they are, tied for the best record in the league. And uh, two two playoff wins by, what's that, 69 to 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's pretty yeah. good. What, yeah. Where do the 49ers go from here in terms of their quarterback? Well... The only people who didn't play for them yesterday were Joe Montana, Steve Young, and John Brody. Okay, um, it's hard. To, it's hard to tell. They invested a third overall pick and gave up a lot to get Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo still hanging around, but unfortunately, Jimmy Garoppolo has struggled throughout his career to stay healthy. Um, Brock Purdy turned out to be, you know, as big a Cinderella story as as you will ever find. He came within one game of being the first rookie quarterback to start a Super Bowl, but things didn't go his way. They brought in Josh Johnson, obviously, and he played yesterday. We saw Christian McCaffrey take, I think, a snap or two as well. I know he threw a pass and so on. I don't know. It's it's hard decisions. And, you know, when you saw Trey Lance play, Matt, he didn't exactly look like he was ready for prime time or any time. Um, and how healthy is he? So, uh, it's, you know, it's just how this league is. I mean, you can be on – in the crest of the mountaintop, and then a year later, things fall apart. I mean, you don't have to look any further than the Rams, you know, who got hot at the right time last year and won a lot of close playoff games um, and became the first Super Bowl, I'm sorry, defending Super Bowl champion to lose 12 games the following season. 
Russell Baxter is continuing to join us. Let's jump over to the AFC. Chiefs and Bengals, fantastic game. A lot of people complaining about all the flags. A lot of people are complaining about the roughing the passer call, which put the Chiefs in field goal position. Where where do you stand on the officials and the job they did in the AFC Championship? Well, I thought it was kind of an erratic effort by them, to be honest with you. And you know, some, some might suggest that the roughing the passer call might have been one of the few they got right because yeah. that was pretty blatant if you really looked at it. But it was, you know, Kansas City got set up. You know, Patrick Mahomes had a hell of a performance considering the high ankle sprain. Um, and this was another classic way um, where, because so much own, I don't have to tell you, so much onus on quarterback. This quarterback beat that quarterback. This quick. And that, it doesn't work that way. It's not Borg McEnroe or Ali Frazier, okay? The quarterback isn't playing the quarterback. And there's so many ways you can win football games. And that final drive by, by the Chiefs was really set up by their special teams, by the rookie Sky Moore. And then, you know, Patrick does his thing, and, and then all of a sudden they walk out of the building. And, you know, but, you know, credit to Cincinnati. And they had a lot of penalties yesterday. So did San Francisco, by the way. Um and, you know, it's just the bizarre play that was not a play and so on. And um, and I, I, got, I got to jump back, Matt, to the, uh, the you know, I, I understand. The Bengals-Chiefs game went down to the wire, correct? Yes. But the Philly-San Francisco game was affected by a wire. <laughs> correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. And a non-catch that was ruled a catch and yeah. nobody reviewed it and so on. It's kind of, you know, I don't know how great a day it was for a lot of people, <laughs> except for Patrick Mahomes, who somehow found a way to throw for 300 yards with a, with a depleted cast and so on. So, um, uh, But uh, Cincinnati is a team because their quarterback really does have ice water in his veins, and he makes up, up for a lot of things they do. Their defense is very aggressive. They, they, they can be hurt via the pass and so on. They got a lot of good uh, – they need some back-end help and so on. But um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Kansas City has all of a sudden emerged into the rivalry I think people thought Buffalo, Kansas City – was going to be and the fact that Cincinnati had beaten them three times in a row and they have now met four times in a row and every game has been decided by three points. Is there anything more impressive going on in the NFL right now though than just the Kansas City's consistent year after year effort of at least being in the AFC championship game and really hosting it? Well no I mean they've kind of taken over the reign of what New England was able to do and New England had more Super Bowl success uh, early on and so on. Remember, they won three in, the, in, in, in a four-year span. But, uh, you know, the Chiefs have won seven straight division titles. Um, this, you know, since 2020, um, they're 40-10 and 10 in the regular season. And that's the best record in the league. So that's 80% winning games. Um, and now we'll see what happens with them in the postseason. They're in the Super Bowl for the third time in, in four years. And uh, lo and behold, Andy Reid who is going to be, you know, between the Kelsey brothers and Andy Reid, that's going to be the onus of topic. But this was something I almost found out by accident, and I have no idea what it means. When Andy Reid was head coach of the Eagles, he was 3-0 and against the Chiefs. As head coach of the Chiefs, Andy Reid is 3-0 and against the Eagles. Hmm. All right. 
What does that mean? Who knows? We'll find out I in a couple weeks. Last year, the, uh, the Chiefs went into Philadelphia and laid a pretty good whipping on Nick Sariani's team. I remember that. Last thing for you before we get you out of here. It's always something with the Cowboys. They make the decision to move on from from Kellen Moore. He's out of work for about 15 minutes. We hear that Mike McCarthy's going to call plays. He's a really good offensive coach, but at times his play calling in Green Bay left something to be desired, and we see the in-game issues that happen already with the Cowboys. It feels like adding something more to the plate of the head coach might not be the smartest thing. Like How, how do you put all that together? What are your thoughts on, on these decisions that are being made in Dallas? Well, you know, offensively, this is, team has been erratic, you, you know, and even though Dak didn't necessarily have the turnovers a year ago that he had this season and he really went on a bad run and so on, you know, it, it, here's what kind of gets lost is sometimes you got to look closer. Uh-huh. Last year, you may recall, Matt, 2021, the Cowboys were the highest scoring team in the league. Now, they got nine touchdowns from the defense and special teams. That's not offensive football, okay? So that number of 530 points was a bit deceptive. Um, you know, they, they've thrived on takeaways. Let's face it, they've led the league in takeaways two years in a row. Let me tell you how hard that is to do. The last team to do that were the 72, 73, and 74 Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm. So basically about 50 years. Yeah. Getting takeaways is tough. So, but they've had to rely, they've relied on them. And we have seen them as good as their defense can be and a big play beat defense can be. Give up a big lead against Green Bay, give up a big lead against Jacksonville. And they're not equipped because I, I think sometimes with the personnel they have, with the two backs, Pollard and Elliott, with the offensive line that's kind of get coming together somewhat, CD Lamb. Dalton Schultz, they, they've certainly got weapons, okay? But as far as an offensive identity, it's hard to figure out what they really want to be, and maybe that's the reason uh, they decide to let Kellen Moore go, who, like you said, um, looks like he's off the greener pastures with a pretty nice, talented young quarterback. He is Russell Baxter. He's one of my favorite football people to be able to talk to, being very gracious with his time during a uh, busy time of the year. Follow him on Twitter at BaxFootballGuru. You can read him all over the place, including uh, his uh, he founded ProFootballGuru. ProFootballGuru.com is the website. Russell, thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we can do this again in the future. Absolutely. Nice catching up with you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.